Hello, everybody, and welcome to another episode of Film Seizure. I am Jeff Arbuckle. With me, as always, I have Jason Crash Oliver. Hey. Hey. Um, <laughs> How's it going, meat? <laughs> Getting them all mixed up. Um, no, I know. Yeah. I know. I don't care. Because <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to call Chuck Meat here in a minute. Does, too. It more, it's, it's, it's Chuck, Chuck Nuke more. Yeah. And then you're calling, then you're going to call Meat. Do it. I'm calling. Yeah. It. Everybody's Meat now. <laughs> all right. So over here we have, uh, we have Chuck Meat more. How's it going, Nuke? What's up, Nuke? Duke. <laughs> Who are you then? Uh, uh, uh let's see i'll be me. i'll be skip i'll be skip oh okay yeah i'll be i'll be jeff skip riggins man you, you guys get are the... loud you guys are loud in my microphone Whew. i gotta turn my... i gotta somehow I turn you guys down i don't like know how all that the way down i don't know how that works in your microphone but anyway either, but man you're loud okay. we have we have you know, welcome to our professional show <laughs> um <laughs> not live but unedited right well yeah yeah i ain't got time to edit this shit anyway <laughs> um speaking of the show um we're we're gonna follow the the exploits of of a group of people hoping to uh to, to hit the big time in baseball because this is baseball month and you know what you know what i realized that when we did our when we recorded our episode for the natural mlb must have heard that and said you know what guys we need to figure something out here yeah even even though we hadn't actually put it out yet they must have heard it and well no we, we gave it to them they they came to us and said guys we need help what's going on here i was like well just listen to this and they listened to it and they came back and they said you know what we really need to do something and get back get back on the diamond so yes, if you listen to last week's episode, uh, the natural we we recorded that we recorded that before the lockout ended. We weren't quite sure if we were going to have baseball, um, and in the um, about week and a half in between us uh, recording these two episodes, the lockout ended. Yay! Yeah, and baseball so will start baseball the day should, after. Yeah, yeah, baseball should the be starting after. tomorrow. Mm -mm. Is that right? No, last the day week. after the day after our last episode. Oh, it's not starting until May. Yeah. So right now, I'm betting that the Phillies are currently four and zero, and 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 going to miss the playoffs. <laughs> no, it starts April seventh, and right. our episode for yeah the so, natural came out April sixth. So the day after the natural. So right. yes. okay, got gotcha. yeah. So that's gotcha. why I said my prediction right now is that the Phillies are currently four and zero, about yeah. to lose a couple of games on the road, and then probably going to miss the playoffs. Right, right about now, I probably won a few no-run first-inning bets because <laughs> because pitching is always strong at the first part of the season. So, so that's probably doing well right now. Well, well positive, yeah, positive, positive vibes to my yeah, you to my bankroll. We don't just talk about movies here. We also give life tips and betting tips. <laughs> Chuck Chuck runs a book, and he has guys. If you don't pay, just trust me. I I do have guys. Yeah, I mean, I mean, Ch Chuck learned because he himself has had two knee replacements, and it's not because he had a football injury. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's very possible. Anyway, um, <laughs> y'all off the rails already. Yeah, already. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But anyway, you you clicked on this episode. You know, this is Bull Durham, nineteen eighty eight. Uh, very very funny movie. 
um, one that I like quite a bit might actually be of these four that we're doing my favorite. Um, but for different reasons than how I really like the natural too. And we'll, we'll get into that because I think that there is something kind of pleasant about this movie while at the same time being very R rated. Um, I, yeah, there, it's just something about like the kind of the small town. Let's go to the ball game. There's something about that that it's like, wow, that seems nice. That seems like a nice thing to do today. It does. It does. There is something quaint about it. Um, I would say though, I, I haven't it's been a long time since I've seen the last movie that we're covering, but I don't think I'm gonna like this better than Field of Dreams, and I didn't like it better than The Natural. Um, but I do quite like it. I, I don't think it's anywhere near the greatest sports movie ever made that people th- seem to think it is. I mean, I don't know. I, I don't know like how many degrees it misses for me, but I don't think, I mean, I don't know. I, I think but, this, but is, this is a good movie. This is a yeah. good movie. It's the first of three baseball movies that Kevin Costner made. Yes. He made this, he made field of dreams, not too long after the this. next year. Yeah. And then um, he made For Love of the Game. Is that early 2000s with Sam Raimi? Was uh, early 2000s or late 90s? One of late the other. 90s. Yeah, one of the other. Um, I, think I, was that, I, think gonna... kind of, I think that was kind of a gun for hire job for Sam Raimi also. It doesn't seem like his type of material. Yeah. What were you going to say, Chuck? I was hoping Jason was going to say Tin Cup was his third baseball movie. <laughs> <laughs> I like Tin Cup too. I thought that. Was, uh, um, yeah, this he is, likes and, the sports movies. He does, and so does Ron Shelton, who directed both this and Tin Cup. Um, well, Costner, Costner was legitimately a baseball player. I mean, he's a baseball guy. You know, he played baseball in, in high school. He was a good ball player. Um, yeah, and uh, he used to run the was it MTV that used to do the the celebrity baseball games? They like, did uh, celebrity softball, I think. Yeah, and yeah. I think he was one of the the player managers, uh, and and kind of organized all that. And those were fun games. I, I can't imagine him being in a dugout with Paulie Shore though. Oh, I got um, sick of watching oh Bill Bellamy play baseball. I'll tell you that oh, one. Softball. <laughs> Yeah, Holy Ralph, sure. Ralph Bellamy's constantly breaking his hip every time he slid in the second. <laughs> <laughs> but you mentioned you mentioned Ron Shelton. Obviously, he brings a level of credibility to this script and the story. But Oscar-nominated so script. But but so does um, Kevin Costner. I mean, he he looks like a ball player in this. He swings like a ball player. He feels there, like a ball he, player. He's he actually looks, throwing guys out. You know, I mean, yeah. yeah. He looks like he's having a blast yep. too. Um, it just, he is, this is one of those movies where you don't, you don't often see Kevin Costner in movies cracking wise too much. And he's cracking wise all over the place in this movie. Um, yeah, I mean, I know you guys, uh, are missing the days of the postman, but, um, well, you know, I was going to say, you know, who'd really be missing baseball if it didn't come back this month. The postman. The postman. He'd be playing tic tac toe on a fucking window, <laughs> guaranteed. Yes, he would. My 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 three, my three days without sports meme popped up in my feed the other day. Like, Remember this? It's like yes, I do. <laughs> so uh, yeah. So anyway, no. This is um, 
I don't know. I mean, it, this is, I, I wondered about this last night because I didn't know exactly how we're going to necessarily talk about this movie because there is a lot that goes on in this movie that is either under the surface or it's, you know, it, or it is not ex- I mean, it's, it's, it's a linear movie, but it's a lot of just kind of montages of stuff too um, here and there. Uh, uh, that are kind of cut in as the Durham Bulls continue their season, but we'll we'll do we'll do the best that we can here. Well, yeah, it seems like it's I don't know if this is intentional, but it's almost shot like a baseball game. Yeah, it's like half inning, half inning, half inning, half inning, and it's almost like it's um, Crash versus Savoy, like in their little half innings with with Tim Robbins' character. With, yeah, at least that's the way I see it. Um, so it's almost like. Yeah, just like back and forth short innings of of little blurbs of movie. And so yeah, it's, all, it's also in its own way another movie that Major League ripped off. <laughs> yeah, kind of in a way. I mean this this movie is probably closer to the true Major League, where it's like, oh, we can make a funny movie about you know about individual guys. But I would say, here's the thing. Here's the other thing I kept thinking about with this movie. I feel like this movie, you, you know, you, you talked about how like, you know, uh, uh, Kevin Costner was a real baseball player. This movie feels real. Yeah. I mean, there are some things that I mean, are exaggerated. It, 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 it does. And it doesn't. I mean, there's a lot of cartoon like Casey. Well, that, well that's movie. what that's that's what I'm getting to here. Yeah. There are some things that are exaggerated. Like there's, there's a fable no way... aspect to it. Like the natural had that fable aspect to it, but it right. played more for laughs. But what, uh, yeah, and I think that what what I'm really kind of getting to is that while yes, there are those exaggerated things, like there's no way that that anybody would give Tim Robbins money if he's if he constantly is knocking out the Durham Bull, right? But uh, which is hilarious. (laughs) Uh, But but there is this kind of thing where the people feel real, and even even Tim Robbins is a little exaggerated at the beginning. But by the time he, by the time the movie ends, he's grown up and he feels like a real person now. Yeah, I agree uh, with that. Um, you know, each individual person is kind of built based on, on their, um, on their, on their morality, on their, who they are, what they believe in. But it's also all of those people are flawed too. They're, they're like real people. <laughs> Um, honestly the character i feel like has i believe the least (laughs) i don't know what this says about anything but um annie savoy is an interestingly odd character well she's and and i think she's not a real person and i think she's a little bit psychotic (laughs) well well here's the (laughs) here's the thing Uh, annie is one she's the muse she 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 tells you right at the beginning that She hooks up with a baseball player every, and this is a religion to her. So she but that's, is. That's why this is this is more of like the fairy tale. Like her character just doesn't seem real to me, right? Well, yeah, but also, um, she has flaws that a muse typically wouldn't. Like for example, it's very clear that she has commitment issues more so than the men in this movie do. Oh, for sure. For so sure. so she is running from something herself now because she is kind of this mystical character 
you don't, don't get a whole lot of dimension to her. Yeah. You don't, you, I mean, the dimension that you get is what she does to other people. Yeah. Um, which is, I mean, you know, it's Xanadu at this point. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I mean, that's where that really is what it is. So it's, um, yeah. So basically, I mean, I mean, I'm all for like a sexually liberated, liberated, you know, female character. Don't get me wrong. It just, she just seems a little bit like a mirage. Well, it, yeah. I mean, she is, um, you know, part of that is, and Kevin Costner kind of calls her out about it. And by saying, basically she's, she's only wanting you around because you can, she can boss you around. Yeah. So she's hiding behind that. And what that means is, um, it, it really is. She is looking for crash actually. Yeah, yeah but she, she is. And that, that makes it worth it to me. I think, yeah. you know, I think it's all kind of summed up when he undoes her garter near the end of the movie. And she has the reaction that she has. It's like, she realizes this is what she's been looking for her whole life. She doesn't yeah. want to be the teacher. She wants to be an equal, have an right. equal. Yeah. yeah. Right. And um, you know, and even the fact that we don't even like, how can she go to every game? You know, right. I mean, and a lot well, of those games teacher. are at home. She's, well, yeah, she's part time, part time yeah. teacher. Well, she yeah. says that, but that doesn't. It still doesn't add. And and even Kevin Costner doesn't believe that it all adds up. You know, right? Yeah, um, they but, kind of throw that away, though. I mean, that's that's your sure. explanation. Yeah. Well, yeah, sure, but I mean, but it's you know, it still doesn't quite add up. But in the end, it doesn't really matter. Right. Um. It's all about the dynamic. That that's what's interesting. Yeah. Not the not the what's underneath it yeah right yeah. so the uh yeah so basically the movie begins with with uh annie susan sarandon um susan sarandon's a good looking lady she is she was 42 when she made this yeah she was 12 years older than tim robbins and they got married after they made this movie yeah and and about seven years older than costner i think yeah seven or yeah. nine one or the other i can't remember but yeah um but Costner feels like he's he's the old man too here, you know. Like he he feels older than he really is. Um, but that's well, a, that's well, part of his a, wisdom. Well, there's a there's a quote by um, Ron Shelton. He says, you know, he was a baseball player too, and he said, I was 25, and in baseball you feel 60 if you're not in the big leagues. If you're not in the big leagues, sorry, my voice gave out there. I didn't want to become a Crash Davis, so he yeah. he quit baseball and he he went into like basically you know, I think sculpture. Weirdly. Yeah. He went in like and, and he, yeah. he produced a couple of movies before this. Yeah, he did. Yeah. But anyway, he, so this movie begins with Annie talking about how, you know, she, how she lives her life. Basically she, she has tried all sorts of different religions. Uh, she's tried all sorts of different philosophies. She's very well read. Um, probably so well read that she actually confuses some of what she quotes and what she you know but anyway she uh, but she says that there's one thing that she believes in and, and the one church that she goes to and that's the church of baseball so she goes to every home game of the durham bulls and uh what she ultimately does is she finds the new guy on the team and basically hooks up with him for the entire season with the idea that um she makes them a better player not necessarily directly by having sex with them constantly. Right. Right. Sometimes she it's, they, she says they have the best year of their career to date when they, when they, she spent, when they spent right. their season with her. Yep. 
and and uh, and people know this too like people people look forward to her picking her her player of the year um because even robert wall is like so what's what's it like was she really all that you know we hear about her <laughs> yeah but um so he, she um uh so basically she she's scope she's kind of you know she waits a couple of weeks she wants you know it's her own little spring training she calls it before she picks somebody and she has picked um <laughs> tim robbins character ebby calvin lelouch which is <laughs> and he is so basically what he is is he's a pitcher with a quote million dollar arm but a five cent head unquote and basically uh he is somebody who is a extreme fastball pitcher she gets she gets some intel from uh her uh, from, from her, her friend millie from her friend millie who says um <laughs> he fucks like he pitches sort of all over the place <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah uh, so right my uh my, my note on that was uh, that uh, Tim Robbins was laying the curveball, if you know what I mean. <laughs> I don't even know what, what that means. I don't know what that means. Is that like, well, the, thank you like, for like sharing. The, is that like the curved penis thing? I guess. Yeah, maybe. Yeah. But uh, he wants to be called Pokey. He does. He does want to become, <laughs> become Pokey. And he she also he- says something Sorry. about her search in the beginning that she gives these players something that will benefit them for the rest of their lives. Yeah. And they only give her something that she benefits from during their time together. So she warns us what she's looking for, like immediately. Yeah. yeah. Right. Like right. That's she her... wants a kid, basically. I mean, well, she... no, I mean, she's saying she is telling us that I need something more than this six months. I need something that lasts a lifetime. Yeah. And they never give it to me. Right. And right. every year, I mean, she's kind of she's kind of Matthew McConaughey here, right? She's, I mean, she's, she's getting older. She's prophecy, you know? I mean, well, yeah. But are I mean, we all? Yeah. But I mean, I mean, I mean she, 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 she goes right for the same thing every year. And right. She but ultimately, that's... she ultimately like picks the, the doofus. <laughs> well, we don't know who else she picked. <laughs> right. Really I mean, we don't. But but it's the but, it's but Costner, the... I agree with Crash. He says, I, I'm not interested in someone who would be interested in him. Right. And, it, and it's like, I love that. I love that about, about Crash in this. He's like, he, but he's lying. Well, he is, but <laughs> he's lying. But she never, she never goes at away, that point. Really. He is because he takes himself out of contention. He takes, he wants, he, yeah. he, want, he wants to seduce her on his own terms. Right. Yeah. Which is what his intention was that very first night anyway. And he gets interrupted by, a meathead basically um <laughs> meat um but no it, it, yeah she's basically like the the matthew mcconaughey she's you know she's every year she picks a new guy and they're all the same and she's changing and maybe early on it was something else maybe earlier on she was more like millie who you get the impression was was annie 15 years ago you know and basically just screwing for the fun of it She's kind of her understudy, it seems like. <laughs> kind oh, of, yeah. yeah. Yeah, except for um, Millie seems to be not very picky. <laughs> I also don't think we should give Crash too much credit here either because, you know, he, he, he basically, he writes her the note from the dugout. It's like, um, you can't see the whole thing. I saw the it, word fuck. Right. It's not, <laughs> I would like to sleep with you. It's let's fuck or something yeah. like that, right? So, you know, he, this is a guy who's, who plays for a different team every year. You know, he's, he's not looking to lay down roots either. Yeah. No, 
but he is looking to lay down the bats, if you know what I yep, mean. Yep, yep, yep. Anyway. To, he wants to lay that sarandon down. <laughs> okay, so he... <laughs> So basically, we so we meet Tim Robbins. He's late to warm up because he's screwing Millie in the locker room, not just in the locker room, in the fucking toilet, like they're in the stall. And so he goes and uh, he comes out, and uh, his first pitch is a ninety-five mile per hour fastball that goes straight to the announcer's booth. Um, which that old guy, the old guy. Well, there's two old guys here at the beginning of this movie that crack me up every time. Max. The, Max, the uh, the clown prince of baseball. Yep, yep, playing himself. Yes. Yeah, Max Patkin, and uh, the old guy who announces the games. He seems to be bothered by nothing, even a ninety-five mile per hour pitch that's coming right at him. Um, but no, he so he's wild, and and or you know the Tim Robbins <laughs> is wild, and so the organization having invested money already a hundred thousand dollars into tim robbins and he drives a porsche he, he lets yeah. everybody know um <laughs> it's a nice porsche it's a nice porsche yeah um but he um uh he the the organization decides they need to bring in a veteran so they go out and buy the contract of of crash davis which is kevin costner and he shows up and and um, he's talking to the manager and the uh, assistant coach which is uh, Trey Wilson and Robert Wool, and uh, he's like, "So, you know, what am I doing here? I'm too old for this shit." And this is when Robert Wool's like, "He is because he's like, well, I quit, and well, he's going to go Trey work." Wilson says, "Yeah, what are you going to do? Work at Sears?" <laughs> yeah, and then Robert Wool's like, "I've worked at Sears. It sucks. It's like, <laughs> Sears sucks. Crash." <laughs> and this is this is kind of I also like this because this is I mean at the time Durham was in the was in a league. Yeah. Yeah, that I mean, this is reality for them. The off yeah. season comes; they're working at Sears. Yeah, know, Durham Durham uh, became AAA in '98. Yeah, yeah. Since since then, like won a bunch of championships in AAA too. I think. Yeah, they're uh, yeah. I think I think part of the popularity of this movie also kind of put them on a weird trajectory. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Uh, also, the real Crash Davis on a weird trajectory. Um because there was a guy named crash davis who played for durham and the oh, weird in the philadelphia a's um but anyway um so uh by the way uh the number eight was retired by the durham bulls in 2008 huh. that's that's <laughs> nice I yeah like that. uh but anyway the um but yeah what am i doing here he, he's yeah he just, he's like he just got punted down from triple a ball yeah. He's on he's on the cusp of he doesn't like to talk about it, but he's on the cusp of hitting the the minor league record for home runs. He's twenty he's twenty home runs away. Mm-hmm. He's uh you know, he's been in the show, which you find out later, for three weeks. Um, but he's he's never gonna be that guy, right? Right. He's so razor the, shines for those who remember the Indianapolis yep. Indians. So so he's essentially given a choice. He's like, you know, do this thing for us, be a mentor to to nuke um or work at sears and yeah. he says he's gonna quit he walks about 10 feet out the door turns back around and says you know fine yeah i'll do it yep and so the um so the night is so the game ends they are everybody goes to the bar and uh and annie is talking to, to old max just just picking his brain about all the all the towns he's been to all the and <laughs> 
<laughs> Max does not look the same when he's not wearing no. his hat like like a no. like an idiot. He doesn't. He looks totally different. He looks like a old man. Like, an, like yeah, it looks like yeah. and he and he talks like one too. He's like yeah. he's not yeah. being funny necessarily. I mean, he's saying clever and and you know charismatic things. He's not being yeah. a goofball. Oh yeah, it took story. me a minute to even realize it was the same guy. Yep. Yeah. Max Packin performed at a Buffalo Bisons game in the 80s when I was a kid. It was pretty cool. I that don't know tracks. if you guys ever saw him, but I, I don't think I ever did, but that I, the tracks. Yeah, I don't think I I mean I'm sure he's been here to Indianapolis. I never saw them, but I used to see the um the king in his court all the time. Yeah. I think he was there the same day that the Beach Boys put on a concert afterwards that would did he dance to if that? i remember correctly i want to see him um, dance to, to good I vibrations i didn't see him but i am almost positive that um uncle jesse was on stage with the beach boys but i really can't remember oh that's Probably. awesome that would have been, like that would have been the right era out. that would have yeah. been the right era he was their touring drummer yeah 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 that, that sounds right he played bongos in the kokomo video yeah <laughs> yes he <Maybe>. did. <laughs> i almost made jason spit his beer out yeah that it's funny that was my favorite beach boy song when i was a kid and now it's probably my least favorite oh god well it was probably like the only one you really really knew maybe so yeah. big yeah. yeah yeah um so yeah so he's you know he's talking to annie and and a couple of drinks comes over and it's like well we didn't order these and it's like no but that guy over there in that booth did and she looks over and it's it's kevin costner's crash and uh, she's like, oh, he's, you know, he's kind of good looking. And, he, and Max turns around. It's like, oh, that's Crash Davis. He's probably been in more stadiums than I have. Yeah. And, uh, you know, and she, now she's already kind of sort of interested in him. For sure. She, because he, I mean, this, this guy knows baseball, for one thing. Yes. And, uh, you know, and Max is, is kind of building him up as like, oh, he's just like me. He's been around. He's been right. around. And so she's like, oh. And she even goes to look him up like that night i think she goes to find out that he's 20 20 home runs away from the record yeah so so he comes over and they're and they're talking and uh she asks him to dance and he says that he doesn't like to dance that's important because pretty much at that point uh because the, one of the things that they say is that they're watching um uh ebby dancing around with basically everyone to the which even max is like you know she's like who's he dancing with and max is like everyone <laughs> he looks like he's dancing with everyone and uh, so basically she realizes at this point that eh, maybe crash is a bit too much work and not maybe not worth the effort that she wants to put in i want to i want to i want to point out two fun um statistics about crash's first game as a durham bull he he got his first win ever as a um as a professional pitcher oh nuke you mean nuke i'm crash. sorry yes yeah. thank you thank you he 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 walked 18 and he struck out 18 right both, both records, records. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Both but records. also how many people did he hit um i don't remember but it was a lot yeah um, it was like five or six or something he, also and, a record. He, and, and, and he being the bull twice i do know that <laughs> <laughs> but um his last five pitches were faster than his first five yes so he yep. is a he is a serious talent. Yep. Um, and you know, and so this is why they they need Crash here. Well, Crash uh gets a little machismo in him when when Tim Robbins comes over to ask if uh if if Annie would like to dance with him. And Crash is crazy Tim Robbins. Oh God. Yeah. 
<laughs> and he this says, is about the time I write down Tim Robbins is such a goon. <laughs> oh, he is. If you really want to see Tim Robbins as a goon, uh, watch uh, Howard the Duck. Oh, God. He's a yeah. super goon in that. <laughs> he uh, reminds me of Mike DeCrane, yeah. honestly. <laughs> oh, sorry God. for you listeners that don't know Mike, oh. but he's very Mike DeCrane. I, I buy uh, that. I'll take that. Yeah, um, <laughs> he also he also has that like that that like hairstyle. It looks like uncombable hair syndrome. Where where oh, have you ever seen this on the, babies? Where it's just like their hair is fuzzy and he, and it doesn't do anything. It's just like it's well, just at one fuzz. point he's got the whole like Hasselhoff helmet. <laughs> yeah. Um. He, he does. He does when he makes it to the to the bigs later. He does get yeah. a haircut and he looks much better. Yes. So he um, basically uh, crashes like, no, the lady's dancing with me. And it's like, oh, so you want to you want to go settle this outside to which now Annie is kind of like, oh, they're fighting over me. And it's like, yeah, this is kind of neat. So they go out. And this is uh, this is the uh, the first really good line um, of that 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 crash oh by the way the other thing that max says about crash is uh he's different i actually saw him reading a book without pictures once yeah yep. yeah <laughs> but and anyway. we see him reading a book without pictures later yes we do um but anyway he says um uh or he he goes uh he goes out and uh he's like i don't i'm i'm not a fighter uh, what i want you to do is i want you to throw this baseball and hit me in the chest with it Kill you, and, man. I'll kill you. I can't do that. Kill yeah, you, I can't do that. I'll kill you. It's like, well, I know you're not going to hit me because you're already thinking about it. And he throws it and it goes way off and in through the window, of the back door of the bar. And uh, he walks up and he says, I'm Crash Davis, your new catcher. And you just got lesson one. Don't think it'll only hurt the team. But he also says that from what I hear, you couldn't hit water if you fell out of a fucking boat. <laughs> Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, Crash goes up to him and, 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 no, sorry. Um, Nuke goes up to him and is about to swing and, uh, Crash just decks him good and, and knocks that's him good down. Punch. Like, that's, that's a good punch. <laughs> that's what he, that's when Kevin Costner tells him he's his catcher. Yep. And it's funny yeah. when he walks after Crash, Crash says it'll only hurt the ball club. He walks away and Tim Robbins looks at one of the other teammates. He's like, that's my new catcher. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like this is how this is how uh, Tug McGraw and Tim McCarver, um, no, Steve Carlton, and Tim McCarver met each other. Was was this exact situation? So Carlton like, knocked him out. Yes. Yeah, and McCarver <laughs> was like, "I'm your new booth guy." I don't know. Uh, no, I mean, <laughs> he's my new pitcher. <laughs> I do. Have a, I do have a question. This is probably doesn't mean anything, but we have the name Savoy as an important name in the movie again. Because the natural, the, the boy, the ball boy's name was Savoy. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. Savoy, um, whatever his bat was. I can't the remember. The Savoy special. The Savoy special. And then we Savoy have Savoy special. here. Spare Pato. <laughs> I'll be looking out for it and feel the dreams. Next you, know, you know, you know, no there's a, there, there is a, there is a story behind Annie's name, but, and I read it and I can't remember what it is. I'll see if I can find it. Cool. Um. Anyway, so she says, uh, all right, guys, let's go. Let's go back to my place. And <laughs> which one of us? Which one of us? And she's like, well, <laughs> both of you. And t- and, <laughs> and, and Costner just gets this look, this smile on his face. And he just chuckles at uh, at at, at uh, Nuke and he leaves. 
with her. It's like, yeah, I'm I'm in. <laughs> yep. It's like, come on, let's go. <laughs> so I, they get back and uh, you know, she's she's basically telling them what she does. And this is when Costner's like, Nope, not having it. I'm out. I'm out of here. Um, it's like I that that kid over there, he's not, he's nothing. You know, it's like you and he he gives the big speech that's in the trailers and all the clips that you ever see about how what he believes in and um and, and it 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 uh it tickles her nethers a yeah. little bit because uh basically he is her perfect match but she's not going to change what she does again it's kind of that there there is that kind of um it, it's a uh, it, it's that same kind of tick that a lot of baseball players fall into with like superstition and stuff. She kind of has that too. Well, she tries to stop him. So at that point, I think she may have been willing to change things up that night. Right. But after that, it was, it was a, once she said, you know, I sing the body electric, that's like, she signed the contract. Tim Robbins is her dude for the rest of the season, which is because, <laughs> Yeah. So <laughs> she has him go into the bedroom to, uh, and he thinks, Hey, it's time to get busy. So he starts tearing off his clothes and she's like, no, 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 no. You got to do this slower. As I want to see, uh, you know, you got to be more, more, um, uh, uh, uh sensual basically. Yeah. And, and, and he's like, oh, okay. And he, and then she asks him if, uh, if he's ever been tied up. And so she ties him to the bed and she starts reading him poetry. And at what point he, he looks at her and is like, so are we going to fuck or what? <laughs> <laughs> and she's like, no, well, I'm going to read you poetry. <laughs> well, I love the next, the next morning. It looks like he's, Oh yeah. It looks like he's been got his socks knocked off. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's one big thing with her. You don't, you can't leave your socks on. You got to take yeah. that off. You got to take those off. Doc Gooden leaves his socks on. Right. But I know who does leave his socks on. Crash Davis does. Oh, he does. does. He does. Uh, and she doesn't no, that's say why a damn he never, thing to him. He never got to he the don't major give a leagues. Fuck. Right. Yeah. Um, the, the Annie character, it was a combination of the nickname Annie's that baseball players gave their groupies in the name of a bar. Huh. Ron, Ron right. Shelton, he described her as the high priestess who could lead us into a man's world and shine a light on it. And she would be very sensual and sexual, and she'd live by her own rigorous moral code. It seemed like a character we hadn't seen before. Hmm. So there you go. Gotcha. Also, uh, in, in the world in the world of a sports movie, yeah, I, I agree. You probably really haven't seen that type of a character no, before. That could certainly not. I could go toe to toe with the with the sport mm -hmm. with the with the guys playing the game on screen. Um. Also, can you imagine Anthony Michael Hall was like the only studio note they gave Shelton. They really wanted him for uh, Nuke, and and Ron Shelton had to qu threaten to quit. Um, <laughs> could you imagine that if 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 he ended up marrying Susan Sarandon? Tim Robbins. <laughs> no. no, 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 no. Oh, uh, Anthony, Anthony Michael, Michael Hall. He did. Yeah. <laughs> I could have happened. I doubt it. But. <laughs> No, I'm just trying to. Uh, yeah, I'm just picturing the yeah, the goofus yeah. from Breakfast Club. But dude, no one, no one, but Tim Robbins. No, see, no one, no, no one, but Tim Robbins. No, he's perfect. In he's this. Yeah. perfect. Dude. This is a perfect trio. 
uh, for this movie. It really is. Um, Yeah. So (laughs) actually everybody's perfect in this movie, uh, honestly. Um, So, okay. So basically, yeah, the next morning, Tim Robbins. Did you, I'm sorry. I was looking that up. Did you talk about like the, probably the most famous fucking monologue? Yes. Uh, I, I, I mentioned it, but I didn't have it entirely written down. Well, yeah, but I mean, that thing happens. Um, that's like one of those things that I love and I hate at the same time. It's just so scripted. <laughs> yeah, but, but it's, but it's still like awesome, you know? Right. Yeah. Well, it is, and it is scripted. I mean, obviously. Yeah, but it comes off that way. But at the same time, it, these two characters crash and Savoy do the same thing every year during baseball season. So I get the impression that he's probably said this 20 times. Could be. Could be. It's, 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 it's part of his like shtick. Yeah. Yes, yeah and and, thing. and yeah. we know her shtick later is that she repeats things or yeah. she says things that are made I to sound that. smart. And so they're basically just, it, it's a, it's a, uh, they're mirrors kind of, of each well, other. It's yeah, kind of exactly. his, it's kind of his own form of poetry too. Right. Right. Yeah. 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 Um, but so, yeah, so the next morning he comes sliding into the or, or uh, nuke is coming into the to the locker room and he's just he he looks like he's wrecked. He looks like he's hung over. He looks like he's uh, utterly wiped out. Um, and that's when Robert Wall comes up and it's like, so is she everything that we hear? It's like, oh, you spent the night with Annie. <laughs> and he's like, so uh, so do you guys do it? And he's like, no, nah, she read me poetry all night. <laughs> <laughs> and to which to which costner hears that and he's like huh. and then he kind of denigrates uh nuke again with the whole like hey you, you've got fungus on your shower shoes yeah it's like you, you, when you get to the major leagues you can do this but for now it just comes off as sloppy right you're not going to get to the major leagues like this so right. take care of yourself and then when you get to the major leagues and you do this you can just say that you're eccentric or the, right. they'll call you colorful. That's what he said. Yeah. Yeah. So he, <laughs> and so he gets another uh, nugget of, of uh, which is, which is kind of great about, about crash and nuke because crash is never pulling punches with nuke as far as like his advice or what he thinks of him. And yet nuke, while sometimes seemingly like he's kind of, he he takes it immediately as being offended by the advice but then he accepts it well there's some something to be said for battery mates in baseball like pitchers and catchers have to get along and i know there's probably growing pains with every relationship pitchers right. and catchers maybe not but this is like the implicit trust you have to have with your catcher if you're a pitcher yeah. and it's like oh and that's why it's some- like nuke is smart enough to understand that aspect of baseball yeah even though he rails against it a little right and i mean yeah that's the i mean there are some pitchers like i mentioned steve carlton specifically had tim mccarver as his catcher yeah and that's but 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 nuke rails against it for all the wrong reasons because he thinks he knows better he's not trusting the veteran right well no but he he does he that's what i was saying when you came back was that the he he seems offended at first when he receives a nugget of of advice but he in, he ultimately accepts it he has to be taught a couple lessons right but but he is like the he doesn't rail against the shower shoes thing later on when he when uh when he oh, tells well, that's him that's just gross I well mean, yeah but i mean but 
but that's one of those things he kind of <laughs> takes as offense at first and the, but he doesn't buck against it he takes offense at first to um you know to to crash selling was like dude you just you just can't think if you think you're going to screw it up and and basically he then takes that back to annie later saying that it's like crash says i can't think that much on the mound, <laughs> you know and she's it's like, like crash is smart crash like is smart that. and you should never wave him off or shake him yeah. off yeah um, right. which gets in trouble which is, is some do, more do funny lines says. from crash yeah yeah, yeah. basically yeah and it's like and he goes on a winning streak which also <laughs> comes back to bite annie in the ass again because oh no he, there's no ass biting during that time oh period. that's true that is true. <laughs> oh, that is true sorry no, no ass that. biting yeah <laughs> can we can we talk a little bit about about nukes wind up oh it the is, fernando oh, his look to the sky it is so, the wildest wind the, up I think the, I've ever seen. Yeah, it's the Fernando Valenzuela, isn't it? <laughs> and very yeah. close. Yeah, and yeah, that look to the sky, like Chuck just said, is it's wild. I mean, no wonder he can't <laughs> fucking control it. You know, well, and but he's no, looking through his eye chakras. He's got his eyes closed as he's <laughs> yeah. looking up. Is it? But eye that's, but that's when he starts. Yeah. That's yeah. when he's breathing starts. through his eyelids. <laughs> well, yeah, because it connects his his testicles to his to his eyes. Yeah. Um, no, but that's when he goes on the winning streak. Is yes. when he when he yes. starts breathing through his eyelids like Fernando right. Valenzuela. Yeah. <laughs> it's pretty hilarious. So uh yeah, so basically um yeah, so at one point uh it's their first game together playing and and, and uh Nuke just wants to throw heat. That's all he wants to throw. To which um Crash has to tell him it's like stop trying to strike everyone out. Besides, it's fascist. Throw some ground balls. It's more democratic that way. <laughs> that is a hilarious line. I like. I like when um, he tells the batter, "All right, he's he's gonna throw the heat." You know? Oh he, God, yeah. This is the yeah when he hits the bowl. Yeah, when he hits the ball, he's like, he's like "Wow, that guy really, a free steak. He, he really, he really got a hold of that one." Yeah, yeah he, he hit the bowl. He gets a free steak. <laughs> he really hit the shit out of that one. He really hit the shit out of that one. Yeah, it's like uh, I told him that you that you were gonna throw it, and it's like, but even then, you can listen to me, right? Yeah, and even then, like Tim Robbins' reaction is not one of he 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 has this relationship with crash just because they're pitcher catcher, like anyone else, yeah. you get the, the impression he would have taken him outside to fight. Like you well, told him what pitch uh, I was throwing, I'm going to fucking kill you. Right. Well, but yeah. Instead and, and he has this kind of respect for him. Yeah. It's like, um, this guy is going to do as much to get me to the pros as I will myself. Yeah. Is, is yeah. the attitude he begins to, yeah, he's, he's recognizing that he's his own worst enemy. Right. Yeah. Right. Yep. Um, <laughs> yeah he gets in his he slow gets, stupid way right yeah, yeah. Uh, he hit the bowl he gets free steak, gets uh, free steak. <laughs> there's also and the something... whole time he's like chuckling about it too. costner's just having a blast in this movie <laughs> there's something that happens before that where savoy and uh crash are at the batting cage and she has her terrible, her terrible swing and all. Yeah, because but... his first, his first at bat for the team, he strikes out, um, and and she he sends gets a, a little, he gets a little yeah. cocky towards the towards the pitcher too. Yeah. Um, you know, he's he's showing some, now. He, we find out later that that is his last bit of advice that he gives to to Nuke, but you know he he's like, yeah, throw that weak shit in here. You know, and he gets struck out by it. Uh, yeah. But yeah, and then Annie's like, "Yeah, you're pulling your hips." Um, 
and you know i i i know you guys didn't like her swing but i wasn't looking at that part wait i didn't say anything about her swing don't say you guys it's just okay well chuck and i were looking at the same thing (laughs) i i thought she'd have a better form but she has a great form, Jason. She does. She, does. <laughs> she has good hips. She has good hips. That's what great. She says. <laughs> but I love it that he he goes on another little tirade, and then she's like, "Oh, crash! You do make speeches." Yep. So funny. Like it's, she's they're they're playing defense against each other for about seventy five percent of this movie. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> and that nobody is actually playing offense. It, it's it's funny though because I the the interactions between her and Crash and then Crash and Nuke are the best parts of this movie. Oh, absolutely. I don't, I don't love the scenes with her and Nuke. I just uh there it, is one really they're, funny they're necessary, line but they're but they're just kind of not There's as interesting. there are two scenes that I like between them. Um one is and a funny the ones line that are really fucking <laughs> right well and the, the, there's one that's really funny or that there's a really funny line in it and two the second one is one of i think the better quiet scenes in this movie but i but i do i do like him um abstaining from sex and when how, it becomes, oh God, that's how, hilarious and how that frustrates her that that's really funny like that does add like a funny dyna- dynamic to that whole thing because this is her summer fling well but but it also it also brings her into thinking more realistically about what's really going on and what's going on with her right yeah well so we have her time to reflect yeah right yeah we're not exactly there yet but she's never had anyone any element like crash in the mix who is given nuke almost better advice than her magic has done for except for one thing he does really well with the garter. Yeah. yeah, he does do well with the garter. But he starts to he starts to trust Crash's exactly. impact on him over hers. Well, because Crash tells him, it's like you don't fuck on a win streak, right? Yeah, yeah. and he believes right. it immediately. Right, it's and not the garter. It, it's it's that he believes it's the garter. It's it's yeah, not exactly. That he's not, that's not that he's not having sex. It's that he believes it's because he's not having sex. Right. 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 Yeah. It, again, it's all of the, it's that mental element of of what baseball players go through. Yep. Why do baseball players come into the, you know, like why does Bryce Harper always do the triangle with the, you know, it's, it's all, it's that same shit. And we find out later that other players that we hadn't really met before have the same thing where there's a guy putting the voodoo uh, spell on his bat Chicken and the other guys, cross. and the other guys like, just, just tap mine once. Just, just tap mine once. Fuck you, Joe <laughs> well, even crash Fuck you, Joe after- Boo. I do it for real. Oh wait. It is movie. totally major wrong movie. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> even crash after he strikes out the first time, the next game, he goes and taps the chicken bones when he's and walking he by yeah, and yeah, he takes one out of one. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah, and he, um, um, yeah. There's, it's, it's. This movie is really good when the trio of actors are interacting. Yep. The movie excels at the side characters doing things um, that that you actually honestly give a shit about, and they're not just like the the whole thing with the guy with the chicken bone cross. I, I cared about that scene, even though these people aren't really part of this movie. Did you notice the scene where they have the mound a meeting, right? Oh, and, God, they're, and they're not talking about this. It's one, it's, one of, it's one of my it's, favorite scenes. It's, in the movie. It's, oh my God, it's great. I, I have that I have that line too. <laughs> but, but well, did you notice that when um, 
uh, what's his face comes out there to the mound. Um, Robert, Robert Wall. Wall. When he comes out to the mound, <clears throat> he's like, "So what's going on here?" And they're like putting on the show of like, "Let's get back to work." And Kevin and Kevin Costner tells him what's going on. Well, he he definitely flubs the line. Yes, he does, but it's perfect. But but he but he catches it and he asks him, "What is yep. it? Chicken or rooster?" Or, yeah, yeah, it's 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 so perfect. It, it, it right. makes it it makes it feel really really um genuine. Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah, I've got that line. We'll, I, we'll I love, get there. I love yeah. that they kept that take. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. so yeah, so basically uh one of the one of the things that ends up happening throughout the season is that the the Durham Bulls are a particularly young team, you get the impression, because the the manager is starting to fret that he can't control the team very well. So the manager, all right. I got to just talk about something real quick. Trey Wilson was the yeah. second Trey Wilson movie we've done. Um, Raising Arizona being the mm-hmm. other, he's uh, Nathan Arizona. <clears throat> um, Trey Wilson was 41 years old when he made this movie. He looks Holy 60. <laughs> I he's look younger, younger than he's younger, he's younger than Susan Sarandon in this movie. Yeah. Unbelievable. It's unbelievable. It's like, it's like, what is it with some of these, these, people in movies that it's, look like it, they're 60 always well it's right? the 70s and 80s had it's, the, it's like the wilford brimley harry dean stanton uh, syndrome yeah. yeah 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 um but he died um a year later he passed away of like a like a suddenly i forget what a brain oh, aneurysm or something yeah Hmm. Yep. Yeah. Um, he asks crash or he's he's uh, he's he's lamenting the crash that he can't really get the guy's head straight on the team and he's he tells them well you just gotta scare him basically so what he does could have killed people because in the shower he throws all the bats in one guy gets his damn foot run over by the bats that guy's in pain <laughs> um but they're they're all like dancing around they're they could have fallen and broken their necks but anyway he starts yelling at him and he calls everybody lollygaggers Yep. Yeah. Oh God! Yeah. It's like you're lollygagging when you go out to the mound. You're lollygagging when you're uh, catching fly balls. You're lollygagging when you get the ground balls. You know what that is? And Robert Wool's like, "You're lollygaggers." Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> In one of the two words you can understand, Robert Wool saying this. <laughs> oh, I love though how he's the enforcer though for, for like everything that Skip wants. That's right. so great because he's yeah. he, he's just kind of like one of the guys until he's like told to get to get them in shape and then he's got to go on and put on put on the facade it kills me yeah i i i i can understand that yeah <laughs> <laughs> but no the um robert, robert wall is the unsung hero of this movie he's right so funny <laughs> um so they go on the road trip um and uh this is uh it doesn't go so well uh but this is when susan sarandon gives uh tim robbins the 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 <laughs> the garter belt and it's like well wear this and you'll do fine he's like i'm not gonna wear this it's like what, what is this and she's like just just do it for me and he doesn't he thinks about it constantly and he he never does it. they lose terribly like the guy on the i love that the <laughs> that the radio broadcasts are just done at home and they have to radio in the the play and then yeah. he makes his own sound effect for everything They're great yeah it's uh, i mean that's some serious like small town business going on there that they can't even send the radio guy out there. Um, so he's, um, they, they, uh, 
is it here when the, it's later when they end up making the give, giving themselves a rain day right yeah they have yeah. a little bit of a this is just a scene of like a few games where they win and they're on their winning streak and yeah okay blah 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 and then nuke has the dream that he's naked i think somewhere in here and all he's wearing is his jock strap and the, the, yeah, the guard yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah well and then but then there's a little bit of a human moment there because like uh he wakes up and like crash is like dude you're, you're okay you, you're having a bad dream and it's like i was naked he's like oh, yeah, i've had that dream many times and it's like yeah. they, they kind of connect a little bit more and this yeah, is yeah. when that's when they're on the wind and he's like yeah it's like uh you know it's like i've not been having sex and He's like, well, no, you can't fuck on a winning streak. You don't change anything that you're doing right now. Uh, and that's when he starts wearing the garter. And it's like, the whole thing is like, huh, I kind of like this. It kind of yeah. feels sexy. It's kind of feels sexy. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's awesome. something we haven't really talked about, how Costner and they show that in her monologue of the players all the time. And it's so well done in this movie like when costner's a bat he's talking to himself in his mind when nuke is pitching he's talking to himself there's a lot of great stuff in there that you kind of could like miss really because it goes by so fast well and and again that's what makes us feel real like it all feels like stuff like we've all talked to ourselves when we when we stood in the in the batter's box playing right just out at the playground you know and, it, and none of it is like poignant you know, scripted shit it's all like very like base level like motivational and self-doubting right 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 it's 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 exactly like you're you're what you're what you're kind of going through mentally in that moment right yeah it yeah. It, 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 it rings so true absolutely yeah. yeah yep well when they get um it's during the wind streak um uh road trip where um <laughs> they they pull up to a to a um uh, they they pull up to a, a, a hotel to stay the night and uh and one of the guys is like oh look ice skaters that's what we needed <laughs> <laughs> and they want to go and they want to get laid basically <laughs> and uh it's like yeah but we got a game tomorrow it's like and costner's like oh i can get i can get us a yeah, I can get us a rain day. Get us a rain out. Yeah. Yeah. It's like what it hasn't has like, rained in 30 days or something. Like, like I, I got it. I get this. And they go it's like, they, oh, I bet you, I bet you a hundred dollars. I'll yeah. get you a rain day. <laughs> well, what's great is that they just take a cab out there and break into the stadium with the cab yeah. still sitting there. Yeah. Yeah. And they turn on all the sprinklers and they're just and again, this is one of those things that just is pleasant about this movie. It's like they all decide to go play in the mud. You know, and yeah, like slide yeah. around, and it's like, again, this kind of feels real because again, these are these are a you know a leaguers, so they are young, they're kind yeah. of brash, they're kind of stupid, but they're also yeah, still these kids. Are, these are probably like eighteen, nineteen yeah. year old players, and Crash is the old you know mentor, father figure, but yet he's got he a gets, little streak of a, of childishness too absolutely and he's he's drinking with 18 and 19 year olds right, right. so i mean and sliding around in the mud you have a tendency to regress mentally yeah yeah immaturity yeah right <laughs> so when they get back from this trip i don't know if they ever got to hang out with the ice skaters that's unfortunate i wouldn't know they, no, they got they got fucking muddy instead that's true having to go home and get showers <laughs> fair enough fair enough <laughs> yeah because they said we need a night with with the ice right. skaters and somebody says what we really need is a rain out right that's why yeah yeah 
they leave the ice skater idea behind. Which is, I mean, I they could have gone back, got in the shower, and then hung out with the ice skaters. I mean, they could have, yeah, yeah. But so they got they got sidetracked by by slip and slide. Exactly, yeah. which is yeah. was just as fun, I'm sure. I'm sure. I'm sure I mean, yeah. one one slip and slide for the other is just as fun. <laughs> um, so. <laughs> um oh it was also during that trip um it's when or it's around this time also where um uh nuke is about to get his first shutout and and he's starting to not listen anymore to crash (laughs) yeah and so he's (laughs) and so he he, (laughs) two great lines come up here uh he tells him it's like, yeah, he's going to, you know, he's going to throw the, he's going to throw the deuce. Um, and when you speak of me, speak well. I'd like yep. before that, when he said, so can you believe this guy? He's like, I've got him pitching a shutout and he, he's going to uh, wave me off. <laughs> <laughs> well, and then, and then when he, when he cranks the home run out of there, that's when he goes up and he's like, uh, yeah, something that travels that fast ought to have a damn stewardess on it. <laughs> and, I, and I love that that uh, Nuke at this point is like, you told him I was going to throw the deuce, didn't you? He's like, yeah, sure yeah, did. Sure did. <laughs> <laughs> and this is, I think, during this scene, though, is when you get like the full affirmation that he's he's listening to Crash now because he calls himself meat. Yes. Yeah. 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 yeah, somewhere in there he calls himself mean. It's like, okay, this is like he's fully transformed now. Well, he's also like, there's still some self doubt, right? Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. He's 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 got some issues of of self confidence still, but right. but he knows if he listens to Crash, you know, he he can he'll come out of it okay. But at the other end of things, there's something nagging at him. His ego is nagging at him to make his own decisions. He's he's struggling still. Yeah, right. Um, the other thing that crash tells him also the same, uh, after his, his nightmare, uh, about pitching naked and, uh, and he tells him, you know, like you don't fuck on a, on a wind streak. He tells he, like the other thing that nuke is getting bothered by. It's like, man, I don't know how to handle the press. Yeah. yeah, it's, yeah. It's just crash yeah. just gives him the most like cliches. stereotypical oh, yeah. cliches. He calls stuff. them yeah. the cliche. cliches. Yeah. He says, let me yeah. give you the cliches. Yeah. yeah. It's write like, this uh, down. Yeah, writing. yeah, it's like you got playing one day at a time. You got, yeah. you know, so like I just, I just hope here, I just can, here to help my teammates and contribute. Yeah, yeah. And, and good Lord willing, I'll I'll do well or something. You yeah. know, yeah. Um, yeah, which comes back later, which is great. It's um, but uh, so then uh, he gets home and and Annie wants to you know wants to, wants to sex him up basically, and uh, <laughs> it's. Well, well, she does and she doesn't. Like at that point, she even says, as it has her narrator voice, you know, I, I knew a player was coming, but it was the wrong one. And she didn't want to answer the door. And she only answers the door because um, uh, Nuke says he can hear her crazy Mexican singer. No, no, no. That's at the end. <laughs> her crazy Spanish. That's, that's, that's later. Not, that's that's the very end because he's with oh, his father. Oh, you're right. You're right. That's yeah, no, 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 no. This, this, is, is, after is, the, this is after the road trip. Yeah. Right. This is when she puts is, her leg on the table. Right. Yeah, yeah, and yeah, and yeah, he, yeah. she wants to teach him how to use his hands correctly to undo her garter belt. Right, right, right. Um, but it, what's great is uh, before she does that, he's he's talking about how like Crash was telling him some stuff. And, uh, and he's like, uh, so do you know, like, and he's like, he's, he's embarrassed to say the word pussy to her. And, uh, but he's like, you know, you know how 
the hair down there is in the shape of a V. And she's like, yes, I do. <laughs> it's like she can tell she's like, yes, I do. And you need to see it. <laughs> and he's like, yeah, that's the Bermuda Triangle. A man could get lost in there. <laughs> he's, it's so funny because like, it's so obvious later too. Um, there they even show the not just the difference between an old baseball player, a veteran baseball player, and a rookie. Now they also show the difference between how basically how kids fuck and how adults fuck. Fuck. I mean, it, it, it's this movie is very good at showing that here in a little bit. <laughs> um but we'll get there uh so this is uh so so yeah uh, the the bulls are kind of in first place at this point and uh th they're gonna go out and uh the, you know they're they're playing on a high and uh this is when uh nuke starts to get scared and he and he's starting to not do as hot it's uh it's not a particularly great game that he's pitching so he comes out and he Everybody comes into the, to the middle, to the mound, and uh, this is when Robert Wool comes out, and uh, we also find out that uh, Jimmy, which is the like basically like the evangelical player, is going to get married to, <laughs> to Millie, which that seems kind of cute too because she's like, "Hi, Jimmy," and he's like, "Do you accept Jesus as your savior?" <laughs> no. <laughs> And then they're together for the rest of forever. <laughs> and there's also a really nice uh, scene in there too, where she's getting her dress fitted and uh, she's like, you know, she's asking Annie, it's like, should I wear white? Should I even be able, you know, should I even wear white? Basically is what she says. Well, I deserve to wear white is what she says. Yeah. And, and Annie says, we all deserve to wear white. Yeah. Which is, it's a nice thing, you know. I mean, that was kind of a nice moment there. But well, yeah, Annie's a very empowering and mm. powerful woman. Absolutely. Yeah. Like, nothing that she does is out of spite mm -mm. at no. all, ever. And she's very, like, pro, pro woman. I love it. Yeah. I love her character for those reasons, for sure. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. So, this is when he comes out and, and uh, <laughs> Crash, like, yeah, Nuke's scared because his eyelids are jammed and his old man is here because his old man's like waving to him in the crowd because he comes up and it's like, yeah, my, my old, my dad's here. And he, and he's like, don't look, don't look. And he turns around and there he is standing up with like the fucking camcorder waving at him. Like, <laughs> like right behind, home right plate. behind home plate. And he's like, well, your, your dad doesn't matter. None of this matters. Just keep, you know, stop thinking. And uh, this one, he's like, yeah. So Nuke's scared because his eyelids are jamming. His old man's here. We need a live, is it a live rooster? Yeah, a live rooster to lift the curse on Jose's glove. And we can't decide what to get Millie or Jimmy for their wedding present. Is that about right? Yeah, we're dealing with a lot of shit. <laughs> <laughs> and Robert Wool is like, well, well, candlesticks always make a nice present. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> always solving problems that <laughs> So, yeah, um, that night, uh so they lose which means that tim robbins can go back to to fucking because they're no longer on the win streak yep. and um he <laughs> nuke comes to annie's house uh with his dad and still wants to get laid <laughs> yep. yeah yeah <laughs> it's like we got time for a quickie <laughs> uh, yeah 
he's all about the quickie yeah and um so uh which is funny because it's like you can you have the impression that um nuke has told his dad different things about annie than what they really are <laughs> yeah oh, oh uh, sure but he's very religious he wants them to pray together yeah yeah, yeah. she's like no uh, let's not no, <laughs> no thanks um but so they uh, he gets a call from the team saying that he's been called up to the majors and uh this is this is the one really nice scene between the two of them um because this frees annie basically you know she she doesn't need to stick with this guy anymore she did her job she can go and pursue crash now and um and there's there's been a scene with crash and annie too where she flat out you know like they argue and then she's like yeah i want you right now basically and he's like get out i don't you know so his rebuffing of her is kind of driving her nuts too um but she feels now that she can pursue him with everything now and um without saying anything to him she basically breaks up with nuke and nuke gets it and it's this really kind of nice hug that they have mm-hmm. and there's no hard feelings there's no there's no tears or whining about it or anything it's you know it's like oh okay i get you and he and he gets the call right then and there right too right before that no that that's he, why she breaks up with him. yeah she he yeah. gets called because he gets, gets a call from skip that he's going to the right going to the and show. he's gonna he's gonna leave to go talk to crash and tell the team yeah. and um and then he's like and she's like or he basically tells annie it's like i'll be back and she's like no nobody ever comes back to durham after they've been to the show and he's like no 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 tonight and we'll celebrate she's like mm. and basically yeah, right her body language tells him it's like no no we're not going to do that question um that's that's pretty uncommon right to go straight from single a to the bigs even with an expanded roster i would think so well he yeah because that's why he says he's going up there because you get the impression that it's it's later in the season they've expanded the roster yeah and they want to see what he's they want to see what he's got Yeah. yeah and they're either out of contention or they're pushing for Right. Yeah. Probably out of contention. In probably. reality, in reality, he probably would have been called up to double A or I would have thought, earlier yeah, in the exactly. movie. Exactly. Right. That doesn't. But then that ruins the movie. The movie. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> right. Yeah. yeah. What's Crash going to do? Get get another piece of meat? Well, what, we find out what Crash is going to do. Well, he's going to get cut. Yeah. yeah. But uh, he gets cut though after his final scene with, or his. He's at this bar with this old timey player which that guy was probably a real player too. Probably. Yeah. Um, probably. And uh, he's drunk. He's, you know, he, it's starting to get to him that basically he's, you know, he, he, he lost out on the anti sweepstakes, I think. Well, I don't think it's just that um, it's, he's seeing another young player bestowed with God given talent, but this is before he finds out that he's going to the show. He's already drunk and sad. Well, yeah, but he, like he says, he howls at the moon from time to time. Sure, um, sure. But I he's, think, he's I, definitely kind of going, he's, he's, I think everything is starting to, uh, no pun intended, crash in on him. Yeah, I think but, Crash yeah. Davis has had these nights a lot. But he was just he has, the first he, one we're seeing. Probably. He, I think he has a reaction to, to Nuke because of his feelings of inadequacy with his career. Sure, sure. Oh, yeah, certainly. Because, um, 
it, it, what happened what ends up happening is is now it's the role reversal the mentor yeah. is now the the meat at this point because he tries throwing the eight ball at him you know breaking a, a mirror yeah missing him and breaking the mirror and then he gets punched out yeah um and to add insult to injury he gets a black eye from it yeah which tim robbins didn't get in the beginning right so yeah i'm but i like, love i love i love too how he asks um so which which hand did you hit me with he said my left he's like that's good that's good you always throw with your non-pitching hand yeah never, never. And, and he's trying he's trying to like you never throw a punch with your pitching hand you'll get injured and he's like trying to like give him advice that he already has taken right yeah like, yeah. yeah it's like yeah i know i hit you with my left right right yeah. Yeah. yeah yeah and but then that still even you know like hey man help me up basically right right and so they go their separate ways until the next morning in which uh he's he's getting everything packed up into his um uh in into his um porsche and uh robert wool's telling the back kids like we got a guy going to the elite you're going to the show going to the show and they're carrying his luggage <laughs> yeah they're carrying his luggage because that's what that's what kevin coster said gosh said that you never carry your luggage in the show yep, yep. somebody else yep. is always doing that there's you always um, take batting practice with white balls yeah, you're right. Yeah, that was like the thing they really oohed and odd at was right. Yeah, batting practice with white balls. Yeah, uh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what was it that he said about the about the motels or the hotels? Room service. Room, room service. service. Hotels yep. have room service. Yep. And like one of the guys was like, "Room service." <laughs> <laughs> That's great. So uh, yeah, and then uh, Tim Robbins comes in, and uh, you know he's kind of. You know, this is when he's like, yeah, sorry about last night. Or he's he's in his locker, like packing up his stuff and Crash comes in. He's like, hey, sorry about last night. I, I, I've been known to howl at the moon. And he's like, yeah, it's no, it's no big deal, whatever. And um, he he's he ends up giving him one last piece of advice, which is to um, basically play scared and to play um, arrogant. And he's like, okay, play scared and ignorant. It's like, no, not ignorant, you idiot. Arrogant. He's like, yeah, I heard you. I know. It's like, yeah, he's he's grown up now. You know, yeah. he's, yes. he's ready for that next step. He, I just he, like to see you get all worked up, crash. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and he's not he's not the idiot anymore that he was. Yeah. Um, and so you know, he he goes off and um, basically. Um, it's uh he he goes uh, he gets called into the office before uh when the rest of the team basically shows up and we saw they're earlier ce they're, some... cel they're celebrating it's kind of sad they're celebrating the wedding of um uh, in the locker room after it's after the game yeah the game yeah. that the where where the guy and and millie the, the christian player millie get get married yeah right <laughs> the, 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 the cake topper is of a guy plowing a woman from behind yeah <laughs> And he's like, oh my gosh. And he's like, but he's laughing. I mean, you know, I mean, it's, it's all very good natured stuff. Yeah, and, sure. and again, this is, you know, these are the kids that are going to be together for maybe another year or two, you know, or, or they're going to be coming up through the same organization if they can I mean, get at least out of some of them. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Absolutely. Um, so then, um, yeah. So we saw earlier the manager having to, to cut somebody. And he, and we know what's coming because he's like, Hey, crash can, you know, close the door and it's the hardest job a manager has and you know, all of that. And, and crash gets it. He's like, yeah, I'm, you know, I'm being cut. 
So he he's walking around town. He decides to stop by uh, Annie's place, and uh, he was only one home run away from from the record, basically too. Yep. yep. And uh, so they decide to. Um, um, I mean, Crash gets released. All right. <laughs> A couple of times that night. Yeah, yeah, to some smooth, <laughs> smooth saxophones. There's some good saxophone music in this movie. <laughs> there's good. There's some good music in this movie in general. Yes, is, there is. is. Uh, Joe Cocker's got a real good song at the end. Um, yeah, yeah. Um, no, so <laughs> yeah, so uh, they uh, go to town, and it's pretty hot. It's pretty good. It's pretty good scene. Like this is the difference between the 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 quick and sloppy kid at the start of the movie and two like actual adults just it's immaturity. So this movie makes a small mistake in my opinion, and it's done for laughs. They conflate idiocy for immaturity. Like Tim Robbins' character is supposed to be immature, yeah, but he acts like an idiot instead. Yeah, sure. You know what I mean? Like that. And I, it's done for laughs, but so fine. But this is like a mature adult relationship versus the one that Nuke and Annie had, which was at least on one half of it, very immature. Yeah. And on her her side of it, probably accepted because this isn't the type of person she wants a long term relationship with. She does it right. just for six months. She sets the ground rules on it. Yeah. When it's it the look of his right? back. She does like the look of his back. <laughs> that Walt Whitman. I sing the body electric. But yeah, you're right, Jeff. It is it is like the look of a more mature kind of caring or um romantic relationship. Right. But it's but there is some playfulness too, like when they're in the bathtub and like the, the bathwater gets everywhere and they're kind of they don't really give a shit, or like when they get on the table and they're fucking in the milk, basically. They don't. Well, I yeah, mean, mature and romantic doesn't mean no playfulness. Come exactly. On. But no, but that's what makes it that much. It, it, again, it, it plays to a lot of realism. It's carefree. It's yeah. carefree and, and real. Yeah. yeah. And uh, and it's just it's 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 appealing. I mean, it just is. I mean, it's 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 a good scene where it's like, man, I, I'm into this because these two have been heading towards this for the last hour and a half and we're finally They've been on a crash course <laughs> exactly yeah. i didn't want to say it and I I you... yeah i know <laughs> that's good that's good that you said it not me <laughs> um <laughs> so but anyway um the next morning though crash leaves because this is kind of what he's used to he's out you know and it's like hey you know thanks for thanks for the the multiple um goings at it's I'll see you later. And so he heads off and he ends up in a, uh, another a ball town in the Carolina league hits his, his uh, home run to which Annie says she could kind of feel, even though nobody told her that he did it. And after he breaks the record, it was 247th home run. He quit like right out. You know, it's like, basically he was there for that one game and he quit. And he, um, and you can kind of see like, it's, it's kind of neat. This is the first time you actually see it raining and like the reality of baseball that it can be a long sucky day if it's raining and you're expecting a baseball game to play. Right. Um, and you, and she's, it, it, 
you know, it's almost like it's she's bringing the rain because she's now she doesn't have her purpose is now lifted. It's you know, and and she's had this changing. Uh, uh, she's had a change to what she does and what she is. They both retired that day, pretty both much. But yeah. but like the rain is, is. I mean, she's kind of we're seeing her being rained on, right? And and what she loves, which is baseball, can't happen that day. And and there's just that there's a the way she looks is sad, you know, like you know she's she's you know it, all of it is kind of shot from a distance where she's just kind of walking alone, she's sitting alone, she doesn't have Millie anymore, you know, it's like she's off being she's in the wives section of the stadium, so it's you know, and again, it's it's kind of you know, uh, she walks home and and you kind of get a little bit of a, a get a nice little smile when you see that Kevin Costner's waiting for her on the porch. And uh, she's kind of blathering on like now she's the uh, now she's kind of caught immature a little bit and overexcited to see him. And he's like, I don't really care. You can you can I want to hear all of your stories. I want to hear everything. But right now, I just want to be here. Basically, I just want to I just want it to be quiet. And well, he doesn't want to talk about baseball. Right. Yeah, yeah he's yeah. done. Yeah. And he's. Yeah. Um, he wants to hear all of her stories, but not just that's for not right now. Yeah. yeah. And, uh, and they, and they dance. Dance. She doesn't like to do, but she didn't like to do before now. Well, they danced yeah. the night, the night that they had the bonins. Um, but yeah, he's, they, he's basically, he's changed and she's changed and, and everything is happily ever after. I really like this movie a lot. That's pretty good. Um, one zoom, interesting zoom in on the Thurman Munson shrine. Yeah, the baseball shrine. There's a little bit of Thurman Munson love there. Or yeah, Oran Shelton was a was a particular fan of of Munson or what? But I like that because my dad, big Thurman Munson fan. Well, Thurman Munson and, uh, and like Munson and Clemente are kind of the 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 really sad stories of baseball. Yeah, you know. Yep. Um, one interesting thing in 1988, the LA times, uh, polled a hundred critics, um, and Bull Durham finished second of best movie in 1988 to the thin blue line, the thin blue line. Yeah. They're a Morris documentary. Yeah. yeah. So, I mean, and I'm guessing that was probably a, there was probably some sort of a, like maybe a pass fail uh, you know, like a curve on that with not taking into consideration because, like, I assume, generally speaking, most people probably thought, I don't know, Rain Man was was a better movie or whatever in 1988. But I'm guessing that there was some sort of a curve where it's basically, did you like it or did you not like it? More people said they liked Bull Durham than any other narrative movie of that year, which is. Yeah. I mean, fair. I mean, it's a likable movie. With the, yeah. I know, uh, I think, I think it was, uh, I think Gene Siskel was the one who really, really liked it. Like, I think it was in his top ten. Um, I mean, it was in a lot of top tens, but I he was one that uh, I caught one of those old episodes where he's like he was a big sports guy and thought that this movie had basically what we said, which was 
it's a super realistic sports movie. And I mean, the movie made money and it, it is the reason why, you know, we got movies like field of dreams and uh, major league and, and a whole slew of baseball movies. I mean, holy shit. The nineties were littered with baseball movies. Oh um, yeah. Yeah. I mean, well, baseball, I think we kind of mentioned this last week, but baseball is an easier sport to film and to write a story around yeah. because but, of but that. Ba- mysticism. But, base- but, but baseball movies weren't considered to be um, commercially viable until sure. Bull Durham. This, this movie directly is, is the complete reason why all those movies were made. Yeah. Uh, another baseball with Tom Selleck is another one. I mean, <laughs> none of those movies. I mean, it's not a good movie, but that's another baseball movie. I mean, right. Fuck major league had two sequels. Yes. You know? Yeah. yeah. Um, which also major league was also a little bit um, first and 10 also. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Basically there's nothing original inside major league is what we're saying. I guess guys, um, I, 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 I honestly, think we, I think we have to do major league at some point because oh, we probably should, because we talked about, it, so God, we damn, talk about us. I mean, the, the all influence. month we're going to be talking about this. I mean, yeah, we are. <laughs> no, I mean, I think we should do that. I think another baseball Ron Shelton movie we should probably do is, is Cobb. Oh yeah. Cobb, Cobb kind of gets good, get some bad, it's not very well liked. I don't know why. It's been a while since I've seen it. I have a feeling. I'm, I'm, I have a feeling it's because it makes people uncomfortable. Yeah. I'm just gonna argue that he wasn't. He wasn't really a great guy. No. It's hard, he it's was. Hard to the, make a, he was a, maybe the worst guy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Go ahead, yeah. Chuck. Are you sure? I can go. Mm-hmm. Are you sure? Sure. sure. Go. Go. Naked Gun is. The but then also, there's the, the other thing. Baseball about movies are viable. Naked oh yeah, gun. naked no yeah. naked guns. The, that's another baseball. Same movie. year, weirdly, it's like not. Um, you'd think maybe it would have been riding the heels of like baseball being popular in right. movies, but it's the same year as. as I, I think so it that's was kind of surprising to me. It's probably one of those things where it's like, well, the California Angels will let us film here, yeah. <laughs> right? And we can get Randy Newman to sing shit. <laughs> anyway i just had to say like, no that. no yeah well we're gonna get we're gonna get the zucker abrams treatment someday <laughs> this kind nice. of it is kind of wild that um ron shelton went down like a, a a sports movie tunnel after this because he made white men can't jump yeah which is fucking awesome like that movie's awesome love that movie he made blue chips Right I did not that, like which, that movie, which I don't think is very good, but still another sports movie. Then he made Cobb same year. He didn't actually direct Blue Chips; he wrote it. Um, but he directed Cobb. He made, Great he White wrote, Hype. He wrote the Great White Hype, yeah, which is a really fun box. Uh, yeah, I like that movie too. Uh, and Tin Cup. I like that movie. And Play It to the Bone, another boxing movie, which is that's not a very good one, but still, it's like man, he's like really into these sports movies. Hey, if it, if it's a steady paycheck, yeah, uh, but um, but I mean, most of them are pretty good, right? Yeah, I um, mean, if they're um, and if they if they didn't get great reviews, they were close. They yeah. were close to being on the on the good Man, side. Yeah, the great white hype. That is. A oh, there's some funny movie. shit in that. That movie is funny. Yeah, I really like that movie. Yeah, I barely remember that movie, so I'll probably have to throw it in. Oh man, it's it's like. Um, 
uh, Samuel Jackson is kind of playing like a Don King type oh, yeah. character. It's oh, it's yeah. so good. Jamie Foxx uh, is the is the uh, boxer. Oh yeah, no, Damon no, Wayans. No, it's, not, it's, it's it. Yeah, yeah. Oh, Damon Wayans. Dam- Damon Wayans is the old, old um, like re- like washed up guy. And Jamie he's a Sugar Ray Leonard. And Jamie Foxx is like the up and coming guy. Right. Yeah. 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 Well, Jamie Foxx is the great white hype. <laughs> or no, it's the no, no, the white guy is the white guy hype. Yeah, Peter it, Berg. It's Peter Berg. It's Peter Berg. Oh, it's yeah. not Tommy Gunn. <laughs> Peter Berg. I mean, he went on to like make you know some big movies like Friday, um, Friday Night Lights. Oh, but, I thought uh, you were gonna say uh, Friday the Thirteenth. It's like, was he in? Wait, wait what? But Tommy <laughs> Gunn, no, no. Tommy, Tommy Morrison was the great white hype, right? Like in reality, well, yeah. There's been a few right in the recent years. There's always a great white hype. You know, I guess, yeah. Like, I just uh, remember him like Tommy very, Morrison very definitely big. was. Um, uh, Kelly Pavlik was a great white height for a while. Yeah, it's like, yeah, there's always seems like there's always every generation has one. Yeah, yeah, it's kind of racist, <laughs> probably. Yeah, <laughs> probably. But anyway, yes. great white hype, good movie. Um, yeah. I don't know, check that out again. Um, yeah, so next week, Jason. What's happening next week? Oh, man. We're going to do uh, a baseball movie that's very near and dear to my heart. It uh, always tugs at the old heartstrings, makes me a little weepy. It's um, maybe as sentimental or more sentimental than uh, The Natural. We're going to be discussing 1989's Field of Dreams. Field of Dreams. So we got back-to-back Costner. Back-to-back Costner. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. We I'll some. have some revelations on Field of Dreams next week. Cool. That will shock you. Shock <gasps> of the world. Top, Did top, you? Ten, top 10 reasons. Chuck. <laughs> Chuck is. <laughs> I'm going to buzzfeed your ass. You're not going to believe number six. <laughs> <laughs> but then we'll have a commercial uh, before you... we get to six. <laughs> did you uh, d- Did you mow the, the cornfield? Did you work that summer as a, a mowing the cornfield to make the? Baseball? I said next week. Oh my <laughs> gosh! Oh my gosh! We figured it out. We got it. Um, I will have a. I'll tell you my revelation right now. I bought that on uh, VHS uh, back when McDonald's used to used to be able to buy videotapes at, at McDonald's. That was. Oh a- yeah, yeah. My that that movie marks the first time I I understood for some reason. I guess it was ten. Where, where I, I put it together that there was like a rating system for movies that critics used for stars. Cause I remember oh. seeing an, I remember seeing an ad for field of dreams, four stars. I was like, what's that mean? It's like, that must be really good. And then I learned about like how that whole thing worked. I was like, Oh, I'm, it's supposed to be really good. I want to see that now. And <laughs> yeah. <clears throat> so I was influenced by a four star rating to see field of dreams. And I saw it in the theater with my best, with my best friend oh. and, we fuck, and we fucking loved it. Yeah, it's good stuff. Or that you only knew the thumb system, I'm sure. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Well, well that's probably. very simple. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, Again, but that's when we fail. all knew because <laughs> right, that right. was on all yeah. the time. Yeah. That's but I right. never, I never heard of this. Like, what is four stars? I never heard of that before. Yeah. Oh, interesting. Yeah. Well, I give that revelation three and a half stars. Well, thanks. Out of ten. <laughs> oh. No. I, I pulled out bad. I pulled out the IMDb scale. <laughs> that's a three point five. That's terrible. That's like that's like a geezer teaser bad. Oh yeah. no, that's that's better than a geezer teaser. <laughs> Is it better than a geezer teaser? Anyway, so yes, next Wednesday we have more baseball business 
to do. We're going to Iowa. They built it. We're coming. Yes. Yes, we are. And uh, so with that also, there is uh, Monster Mondays uh, next Monday as well. That is The Thing That Couldn't Die. It's a movie about a literal decapitated head as a, um, a villain. And it's kind of awesome. So uh, anyway, both of those shows, Film Seizure and Monster Mondays, can be found at filmseizure.com or at several places that you can find podcasts like your, uh, you know, your SoundClouds, your TuneIn's, your Spotify's, your Google, your Apple, you know, that sort of shit. Um, if you follow us at Facebook, Twitter, or Instagram at Film Seizure, you can find out when that stuff happens. And it's, uh, it's good times. It's good times. Be in the know. That's what I'm saying. It's just be in, be in the, be in the know. Uh, this Friday, um, I have a website called B Movie Anima, and so at bmovieanima.com, you can read my review of Phantasm. Get a little deep. Get a little deep. But I got to do Phantasm so I can do the sequels um, later this year, all in one month. Wait, you're doing nice. all the sequels? <laughs> yeah. wow that'll be fun yeah because three of them are bonkers i mean yeah <laughs> i mean all those movies are bonkers really <laughs> well true but yeah so i'm going to be really testing my limits on how much i can handle watching all of the phantasm movies back to back to back to back I, so that just sounds like a good time i would love to do that yeah i thought we talked about tweeting that at one time we did or or doing a phantasm month yeah yeah well, we can still do that at some point, but um, yeah, this has been something that's been cooking for a little while. All right. So, all right. but we can throw my this. metal balls at you. Oh my God, not your metal balls. <laughs> <laughs> Everybody's throwing balls at people here. Yep. Uh, Chuck, why don't you? Uh, I'll probably you, miss. Yeah, I want you to knock out the bowl. Yeah. <laughs> I'll break. Uh, I'm looking at your posters, one of the posters behind you when I throw my metal ball. Uh, probably, anyway continue yeah. anyway close, close yeah, so out. um yeah so basically come back next wednesday for uh film seizure come back next monday for monster mondays uh this friday i expect to see you at bmovieenema.com to read about phantasm so i'm going to uh take one last trip around the bases i am jeff arbuckle i'm chuck moore I am Jason Oliver, and you have been listening to Film Seizure.